and welcome again to Relative Reaction. Hello, hello, hello. My name is Travis. And I am his co-host, Mama Bryn. And as always, we are so happy to have you here listening to us over your headphones, your speaker, your car radio, wherever you decide to listen to yes. our wonderful little podcast. And I'm so happy that y'all are listening to the podcast. That means the absolute world to me. It really, really does. Oh, yeah. Um, before we get into it too far, uh, we do want to let you know, go ahead and check us out on iTunes, mm-hmm. uh, Podbean, Spotify, Apple, or Google Play Store. Go like our Facebook page, mm-hmm. communicate with us there. We're on Twitter. Right. Both of those are uh, at Relative Reaction. We do have our Gmail account set up, so if you want to email us at RelativeReaction2018 at gmail.com. Do review us for iTunes. Yes, please, please, please review and leave us a comment. I don't give a shit what the comment (laughs) says, but it really does help us on a business spectrum because if we can start getting enough of those to be rated, that really helps us out on being seen to a Mm -hmm. wider audience. Which, speaking of wider audience, I found something totally awesome out this week that we had a download from Sweden. Yay! Which I, I thought love was you, Sweden. so cool yeah, that we had a download from Sweden. So awesome. if you happen to be that person listening to us from Sweden, please you. message us because we want to get to know yeah, you. That yeah. is awesome. I love you. And that goes for anyone. We do want to know, and I, I think it's so awesome to see how wide it's gone out. And I get to see like what states it's been downloaded from, what countries around the world it's been downloaded from. And it's just... It's really awesome. I love to hear your stories, and I want to get to know all of you personally. I really do. I, I want I hope you all to be our kinfolk. keep it personal. Yes. Uh, before we get too far into it, cats have nine lives, and we have yeah, nine you. episodes. Yeah. Nine is a very important number in Indian culture, oh. which I thought was kind of different. Yeah. Nine is the traditional uh, number of enemies of Egypt. Uh, in Norse, the universe was divided into nine worlds. Ooh. And in Greek, it's said to have it's said to take nine days to fall from heaven to earth. Wow! So since we are all dressed to the nines here, let's get this party started. <laughs> but yeah, wow. the episode nine, <clears throat> episode number nine. That's what that's we're cool. That's is awesome. yes, almost to double digits. I know, right? We're about to be double digit year old or episode yeah. older. Yeah, however that would be phrased out. I know we usually go and we start out with our main stories. Before we go too far into the main stories this week, I just have a quick little bonus bonus thing to throw in there because there's not really an opinion on it. But I thought it was fucking hilarious and I came across this week and I just wanted to share it with y'all. And that is this little sheepish sheepish hiker and a teen was hospitalized after being hit by a falling sheep in the (laughs) Mourne Mountains in Northern Ireland. (laughs) I can't make what this are shit up. You talking about? <laughs> I'm killing me. I'm killing me. <laughs> you ought to be ashamed of yourself. That was that was horrible. But I just thought, I, I think this story is absolutely hilarious. Not that the poor teen had to be no, no, gosh, no. But the fact that he was just hiking with his friends. There was a group of them. They were hiking in the Mourne Mountains in Northern Ireland. And he got hit in the head by a falling sheep. I guess the sheep was trying to make a jump from one little cliff to another and missed his jump, fell down, and fell right on the head of this hiker. What a story he has for the rest of his life. He's the got Moore an Mountain awesome rescue story. team had to get caught out for assistance. There was a 17-person uh, rescue team that came out. Oh, that... <laughs> and he was went to the hospital. He was treated for the potential injuries of head, back... Neck, abdomen, leg. <laughs> He's got a TBI from a sheep. He was later discharged after he went to the uh, local hospital's emergency department. I and hope he is... wasn't too bad. <laughs> wow. It is believed the sheep was uninjured and straight up left the scene unaided. So he fell on the It was thing, a hit and run. Shook it off and the sheep just <laughs> fucking running. It's like, thanks for breaking my fall, dude. So. Oh, sorry, they were over in Ireland. Thanks for breaking me far. <laughs> he just had one too many Guinnesses. There you go. <laughs> he was sipping on that Jameson went to make one he jump. He went on a pub crawl. I know about you, sheep. Oh, but I just thought that way. I, I don't know. For me, I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I feel like I just had to share that because I couldn't believe that was a real story. You kind of yeah. got to think, has anybody ever been hit in the head with a sheep before? 
I I don't know. I not that I've ever read. <laughs> he may be solo through all this. In the near quarter of a century I've been around, I've never heard of a story about that. No, I don't remember not a single story about a sheep and a head and a TBI and oh, but I just it. I don't know. That just to me was hilarious and I know there's no opinion to it, good or bad. <laughs> I just I wanted to share that out with y'all. I wanted to share it with you. I loved it. Yes, I don't know what it was. There's just something about a sheep falling on someone's head to me was hilarious, and I know that probably makes me a horrible person, but there I, I was hacking with my buddies out of nowhere. Bam! You do know he wins best party story oh, for ever. the rest of his life. Oh God, yes. Like there will never be anybody to be. Oh well, this happened one time. Oh yeah, well I got hit in the head by a sheep. The He's gonna be telling his grandkids. Yes. Saying, come on next to Pappy and have a seat. I got a story for you. Oh, okay. I just, I, I don't know. I thought that was awesome. That was a lovely, lovely story. Just it was a little way beautiful. Just, I God, can't please quit. Stop. I, oh, I regret everything. <laughs> I regret so much in my life. Before I, I get too I regretful. Regret nothing. <laughs> I know, I know you don't, and that is, is part of our problem. <laughs> but before I, I regret too much, let's get kicked off into the beef of our episode, our actual yes. stories that we go over in our weekly our, our weekly podcast here. <laughs> go ahead, kick us off. What's the first Love story the of the week besides sheep? You've been pranked. The assassination of King Jong Nam. Two young ladies in North Korea were approached by a stranger, a man, asking if they wanted to appear on a pranking YouTube show that was coming out. All they had to do was sneak up on people and rub this cloth with baby oil into the face of the unsuspecting person. Now, they, they so they agreed. They're like, heck, yeah, you know, I mean, young, uh, the one girl was younger, the one was 20s, you know, they were both like 20s. So, they were like, yeah, I'll do that. That sounds great. That sounds cool. So they done it several times, and they got paid $100 each time they had done it, rubbing really? baby oil onto people's faces. So they got $100 every time they went and just yes, did a prank? They, here that, yeah. They thought they were going on this YouTube channel. They knew they were being filmed. You know what okay. I mean? And uh, they had always apologized to the person afterwards, you know, say after the filming oh, and yeah, all, sure. would always Point go up and say, I'm sorry. You know, point out the camera is what you're doing. Yes. Now, the fourth time they were told to approach a man and do it yet again, this time it wasn't baby oil on the rag. It was VX nerve agent. And the victim was dictator Kim Jong un's half brother. Really? Yes. So they went up and the one girl did it just like she had done several times before. It took him less than 15 minutes to die. Now, does this gas, does that smell different? Like, could they have noticed this? Or I'm not really sure. I did look up the gas, and it's... Because, no- like, chloroform, you would be able right, to smell you'd it. Right, you'd be able to smell you it. That, you're just dumb. It was nothing with, like, a heavy odor, or it didn't look any different than the baby oil on the cloth. So, you know. But now both of these women are facing the gallows, and it's in North Korea. So chances are... Oh, pretty yeah, good if their case gets heard they're going and quickly you know what i mean they don't so who was unlike was american them... they don't have that long period of time before yeah who is it that paid them this hundred dollars to do the baby oil that's what they're trying to figure out they have it narrowed down and they believe it's three gentlemen who have since fled to thailand and they're trying to talk with the people over there to have them extradited over. extradited back now <laughs> See, a lot of people there are saying that this was done purposely, and they're saying it was done by the higher-ups to aid King John Un, you know, because him and his half-brother disagreed anyway. Yeah, I know that whenever he took over dictatorship right. after his father started ailing in health, that him and his half-brother got into a couple fights because his half-brother thought he was going too far and certain exactly. things didn't agree. So they disagreed anyway, so a lot of people say this is what the higher-ups did. But they're trying to pinpoint it, unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, I'm not sure, I don't know, on these three guys and these two unsuspecting women. Now, these women have not yet gone up before a judge, but they will be soon 
to see if the judge will even allow them a to. Case. Yes, because they were tricked. I mean, they have these girls on camera, and you can tell that they're uh, there's nothing serious about them. I mean, they go up and they do this, and then they giggle and laugh. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, they didn't think it's a funny. They joke. thought they were going to be on a YouTube. To begin with, don't get me wrong. I'm not really sure where the prank of rubbing baby oil on someone's face. It was from. about going up and pranking unsuspecting strangers, and they said these three girl, these two girls, along with many others, would be on this YouTube show that was going to come out. Okay, so they were just trying to get their YouTube star yeah. them in the face. And they yeah, they promised weird. them that this YouTube show was going to get so many hits that these girls' names were going to be known all over North Korea. Hmm. So that's why they did it. That is definitely weird. I just, I, I wish I knew, like, well, how did this not affect them by touching this gas? Because weren't they touching the rag? I'm, I, I, I suspect, anyway, that on this one, they used gloves. They had also used gloves on previous baby oil ones, just not to get the baby oil on them. So, mm. you know what I mean? These girls really, to me, anyway, were really set up. Well, I mean, it, de- it definitely sounds like they're set up. I'm just trying to figure out if there was any, I don't know, precursor to, to realize that where they maybe should have used common sense and started thinking like instead of not right yes instead but of it, i don't know if it was viewers. maybe looked the exact same and felt the exact same everything was the exact same maybe they truly didn't know and these girls did not know that the the gentleman that they killed was uh the half brother of the dictator did they even know they killed him at first no no they had no idea they did what they usually did they put it over his face and they ran and you see it on the camera. They're giggling and all, you know. Did they ever go up to, like, apologize like they did with the other ones? Like, oh, hey, here's the camera. No. The that's when uh, he was found. Uh, somebody there had seen something that looked suspicious, and he was just, like, slumped in his chair with a briefcase next to him. They found out pretty quickly that the gentleman had died and what had happened. Wow. And the girls, you know, readily stated their part in it. It's yeah, not like they were trying exactly to say, I had nothing to do with it. They were. They said, "Yeah, we did it. We didn't know we did it, but we did it." And it's up to the judge to say if he's going to hear their side or not. That is crazy. And if it truly was like you were saying, a lot of people are speculating that it was Kim Jong Un that right. kind of orchestrated this with mm-hmm. many, many moving parts. Not him himself. But oh no, no. He orchestrated. He was the top right. dog in this. If that's the case, no judge is going to hear it because Kim Jong Un's already going to have his orchestrated. Oh, exactly. Parts. That's what it's I'm not thinking. like he didn't think this far ahead. I mean. But I'm also he's a thinking dictator. because he's it, a genius in a way. Like he he thought this far ahead. I'm sure to right. think of how to pay off court systems, how to how this would all pan out in every spot in between. Do you think he he realized how much media attention it was going to get? Yeah, I don't think he cares. Everything in Perhaps North Korea, right. all these big things that happened in North Korea, gained media attention, and he had to know the death of his half brother was going to gain media attention because he's the leader of North Korea. He had to know that, you know, a death that close to him is going to draw attention. And so you think he had it all figured out and kind of put on those three gentlemen from the get-go, right? I think so. I, th- I think I, I, too, I think he might I be actually right, think actually. That he did orchestrate it just with the past and the history. And I do believe it was orchestrated from up above. I, I do, honestly do. I do think that if he didn't do it himself, that it was someone in his cabinet that exactly. was trying to impress him and orchestrated it. Right. So I, I think it went from somewhere up there. I just think it came from up above, and, and I think these they two of all girls. These parts and they have all this power to do it, and they don't care about media attention. I guess they don't. You're right. They don't. They're such a secluded. They know that they are them. And they right, and they control they fuck what happens. They control all the media that goes into North Korea. Yeah, so, so no one's no one else is going to hear it. No one mm-hmm. else is going to hear it in this sense. Right, you're right. You you are. I do believe that the poor girls had had nothing in the way of murder. No, I don't think they were planning on being murderers. I think they were done up from, you know, some guy saying, hey, you could get this many viewers on YouTube, and if you get that many viewers, you know. And I truly think that when they go up for this court trial or whatever, that they are going to be found guilty, that they are going to be found it's their own fault, and that they are going to be put to death because that's, that's the way those countries work. And they will be, if they do get put to death, in these countries, death is is near in, in imminent it's you know what i mean it's not like, like yeah here. we're not going 15 20 years down the road like they do over here in the u.s with appeals and such no i think i think it's so it'll happen. be all brushed under the carpet and honestly it'll be forgotten about before the end of the year yeah 
No, it did. Oh, yeah. And it cost what it may cost these two girls their life. I just think that's a shame. Wow, that I'm going to keep abreast on this, though, because it hasn't come out if they can use this defense yet or not. And it's but not I'm easy try to flee to. the countries like that, which is another reason why I think they were all kind of planned in and in on it, is because if they all three of them were able to leave Thailand, leave for Thailand, it's very hard to escape that country. I think the guys were definitely in on it. I think the guys knew, the ones who Well, they had them. to have, yeah. because you would have put a different thing on there. Yeah, exactly. It's just but a it's shame. But it's weird that why I, I, and also I also find it weird though that these girls just took a cloth that was already done up in baby oil. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you just put the baby oil on yourself? Or I don't. They just handed it to them and so they many... said, and they would point out a person and say, "Go up and get that person." So they and would I'm go up and rub it in their face. Their fault. I don't think they did it maliciously. I don't think they knew what was going to happen or no. what was happening. I don't put any blame on them for that part it's just this whole scenario is so weird to me i don't know if i could have done it to begin with. it's just so weird yeah i don't there's a lot of odd odd things happening in this story it's just a shame it really is and i hope those girls find something but unfortunately i don't believe no, I that think they I, no they're gonna they're gonna get put to death and they're gonna get what they want whoever ended up orchestrating whoever was the lead orchestrator this is gonna get what they want kim jong nam is dead right and these two girls are going to be put to blame for it. And once they're killed, two months later, it'll be pushed under the rug. Yeah. Nobody will have forgotten about it. Everybody will. And it's a shame. It is. And actually, speaking of how you were saying you were wanting to keep up with the story and all, I did try to search up last week. I know we talked about And if y'all have not listened to last week's episode, Hippo Intervention, go <laughs> back, listen to it. Yes. But I did go back and I tried to find out about the guy that bulldozed part of his cottages that he yes, built because he the old age retirement thing. Yeah, I did not see anything posted this week about what happened because he was supposed to go to court last Monday or Tuesday. Right. I haven't seen anything of what happened to it, so I'm not really sure what became of it yet. We'll have to but keep I did look, looking I did for try it. to peek in and see, but I, I found nothing this week. I'll have to try to see if I find another updated story. But the That's, only one I found was just talking about how they were still... That was my first story, and, and I think we agree. I just, I think it was done by the higher-up, and I think these unfortunate... They're going to pay the two price. ...two victims are going to pay the price, which is a shame. Well, over to my first story this week. I'm going to go into a uh, a little thing called, what I kind of call it as terminal staying here. Um, the Kentucky youth group that was kept off an American Air fly, Airlines flight over a check-in delay. So this youth group of about 40 teens from Connecticut, or Connecticut, goddamn, Kentucky, <laughs> one of those states, I don't know, I'm not it's even here. state. Youth group of 40 teens from Kentucky going to Mexico. They were going on a mission trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, the kids actually saved up two years for this mission trip. Right. They saved up, I think it had to be $1,500 per kid, and they all saved up two years for it. Uh, and they were going to Mexico. They were kept off a flight for being late. Now, when I say they were late, they were three minutes late the plane the was still there had not been closed up the stairs were still like attached to the airplane like they are and everything now i do understand that and i agree with this once that door is closed the door is closed it doesn't matter whether yes. it's attached to the plane or not because once that door is shut it's a whole process to open or shut it again it is i agree with that however hear me out because that's what i was thinking at first and i'm going well it's your own fault i don't care whether you're a youth group or not i don't care it's your own fault right let me tell you a little bit more about this story. Yeah, though. get a little more depth into this. So the gentleman who is like the leader of this, William Davis, he was the youth pastor at Clay's Mill Road Baptist Church in Lexington, Kentucky. Uh, and they were going to Araputo, Arup- Mexico. Arup-tubo. And they arrived at the Cincinnati Northern Kentucky International Airport at 5.58 a.m. in the morning. Mind you, their flight didn't leave until 7.54, so they actually did arrive two hours early. Just like you're supposed to. So, okay, so first thing, they did the right thing. Yes. And it was going to Leon, Mexico, and they were going to drive from there over to their site. And, however, the early arrival was met with a chaotic check-in experience that took over an hour and a half Which to check was in. directly American Airlines' fault, not theirs. Now, the, he talks about, I've flown with many groups in my 10 years, and I've never, you know, had this much of an issue. I can also say, as someone that grew up as a military brat, and I travel a lot even now outside of the military, I still travel a lot. So I'm in airports a decent amount compared to most people. I really am. Mm-hmm. I have never had a check-in process take that long. 
No, never. Now, now I mind 40, you, they I had even, 40 suitcases. That being said, I have went on trips where I have flown with groups of 40 people. That's true With as this well, exact yes. size group. I have made flights with this, and we had to fly. Uh, we were going from Adana to Istanbul, Istanbul to Prague, Prague to Poland. So we had several connecting right. flights plus the check-in, and this is, then we had to do it in reverse. And I did this and along with one or two other times where I flew with big groups. So I've done it before, and again, never have I taken this long. And they were also international flights, so we were. I'm you also saying, had language barriers and such against you. Also true, and that it, it, that is another thing. But right, even without that, they the lady's name they they weren't able to either. I don't know if they were weren't able to recall it. If they never grabbed it. Maybe she wasn't wearing a name tag. I don't know. But I guess they first tried to like check all forty bags under his name mm-hmm. instead of one at a time. Because someone went over and was like, oh, you just need to check all the tickets and then all the bags instead of doing it per segment like you should, like if it was a line of 40 people going right. on the flight. And when that strategy didn't work, they had to go back and do it the regular way, which means they then all this time they'd spent up to this, scratch that, start over, which is part of the reason why it took over an hour and a half to do all of this. After they were able to finally check in, Mind you, they were there two hours early, so now they only have 30 minutes, a little bit less, to run from where you check in all the way to their flight. They actually did run, made it through security as quick as possible. They were all together. They were literally running Mm -hmm. to their terminal, and they were three minutes late, and they were told, sorry, there's nothing we can do. And they're trying to say that uh, that it is American Airlines' fault for delaying them, that they shouldn't be punished for being late because they did everything correctly on their end they had all their tickets put out properly like everything was all everybody had their passports it wasn't like someone was missing a passport or missing information or didn't fill out something correctly or the bags were too heavy everything met i want to make that clear that everything met american airline standards all their bags were correct size nothing was overweight everything was proper one-to-one ratio everybody had their passports everybody had their tickets right nothing was done on their part incorrectly the lady at the gate, who they later found out was Jennifer, the not the check-in gate, but the actual gate where they were three minutes late, simply told them the doors closed and they couldn't get on the airplane even though it was sitting right there. And now, now the teens got to sit at the window yes. and watch their 40 bags get taken off the plane, right. which then makes me think, if they were only three minutes late, wouldn't it take longer to take all those bags off and make a bigger delay for everybody else on the plane? Plus, this isn't like a normal flight. You know, you don't... I'm sure there's probably one flight a day going from there to Mexico. Right. The only thing I have is this poor Jennifer is, at best case, just doing her job. Once the door is shut, any airline, you are not allowed to just open it back up, whether you're a minute late or two minutes late or, you know, two days late. You can't just... That is true. I feel for Jennifer, but I believe... No, but I do believe she should have gotten on the phone or whatever was I think with somebody who more. had the power. Yeah, I think she should have called in and asked, hey, this is a little bit special case. Yes. Because this is 40 people. Like I said, this flight probably goes once a day. I'm We're guess. not talking a family of three. That's We're talking half, 40 that, people. This is half of your plane. Right. Kicking out. I think she should have at least got on the phone and said, you know, I need somebody down here now. We need to discuss this. I just, because this is literally half of your plane going down that you're... Not letting on yes. all together, which so I thought was weird. And then he kind of broke it down even to in a financial spot. He's like, you know, they spent the two years searching up for, or saving up $1,500. Right. They now have missed two days of their flight because American Airlines did book them on the very next day. Mm-hmm. But American Airlines never offered an apology, and they've taken zero responsibility. They said none of this was our fault, and they do they have yet to apologize. They, they to were apologize given so no far. food vouchers or sleep vouchers either. Yes, the American Airlines did not try to assist them in any way for the delay. No. Even if they didn't say, hey, it's not our fault, you missed the flight, here's some vouchers or here's some cots, they didn't do any of that. Nope. So he said, I basically lost the $530 for the rooms in the Mexico for that first night that right. he already had booked and paid. The He had to spend $880 in rooms that night for being by the airport and no advance because he just had to go find a spot where he can make 11 rooms for 40 people. And then it cost them $320 to get breakfast the next day before the flight because yes. now you're off another day where they already had food planned down that way. So they lost two days of their trip, ended up spending, you know, this extra, what, $1,300 or so plus the 530 they lost in Mexico. But just just on this side, you know, spending an extra $1,200, $1,300 now that they had he had to spend out of pocket. 
It's not like kids safe for that. I agree. I think American Airlines they, is totally at fault for this. Yes, and, and he did say that the once they got on another trip, it was amazing, and they had a great time. He just feels bad that these kids saved up, and they lost two days of their trip. Exactly. And they had to be put through this experience. I, I agree just, with them. I, I got very irritated by that, because at first I was irritated with the guy like, oh, why is he trying to blame if they were three minutes late? Because you're I'm late, sorry. You're late. As someone it that flies a lot. Right. I don't care. If you are that person that's three minutes late, right. your ass is I want my plane up care. and out of here. I don't want to have to wait for you. Chances are I have connecting flights, and if I wait for you and then someone else comes yes, three exactly. minutes after that, and three minutes after that, and three minutes after that, next thing I know I've been there for 30 minutes. And I missed my connecting people. flight. So I, I agree with that part wholeheartedly. Yes, as somebody and who then I ran reading. through many airports oh, or yes. been carted through many airports, trust me, you don't want anybody late. No, I've done many, many runs in an airport. I don't understand why the lady who took an hour and a half to do this couldn't call ahead to the saying gate. they're coming. Yeah, to the gate saying we have a group of forty coming. You could already tell these people did not want to deal with a group that day. Just by the way, how long it took them to check in, they weren't going to go that extra mile and call yeah, them. That's a you shame. You could tell they were trying to do everything in their power. Or at least it seems that they were trying to do everything in their power to make it as much of a hellacious process. As no possible. customer service whatsoever was represented no. by American Airlines. None. No, they it, should be ashamed. Yes, and I, I hope that something comes up from their higher-ups that, you know, seriously go into this. Yes. Because this was just, in, in, like I said, once I read more into it, more than it wasn't three minutes late from their fault, I got so irritated because this would drive me crazy. Because, like I, like I said, I've flown many times, and not only have I flown many times, I've flown several times with big groups like this. I, I was upset issues. reading the article. I was upset for them. I really yes, was. Yes, it's just, I, I found it. Complete and utter bullshit for what happened to them. Yes. I truly do. But that was my my that first was a good kickoff one, story that of the story day. Made that just me irritated angry. me in a way. Because like I said, I wanted to be irritated with them for being late. Mm -hmm. I had my mind so set up be like, oh, I get to pay these people because I don't like when people are late. No. I always make sure I have extra time at airports. And then I read what happened and just yes. American Airlines should be embarrassed with themselves. They should be. Agreed. Um, shall we go with our tasty... Yes, let's right. go into packaged thoughts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, what, our fourth time? Yeah. Third or fourth time doing this. We had Tic Tacs, we had the uh, Fudge Brownie, the Snickers, and now this. It's our fourth. Yeah. I guess, uh, yeah, yeah, we did. We did do all those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's go into packaged thoughts where we simply give you our overrated thoughts on some form of junk food for the week. Yes, this week we have... A Milky Way fudge bar. Mm, Which mm, sounds mm. absolutely amazing. I haven't tried yes. it yet. No. But I will tell you by just the way it sounds, sounds amazing. And no offense, I think this is the coolest package I've seen so far. It is a it very a, cool package, yes. It's something that is very shallow in many ways <laughs> in my life. It's a the very catcher eye. really cool. Ooh, and look, shiny. Yeah, I see shiny and I enjoy this. Yes. I agree with you. It's a very shiny packet. Yeah, you said it's a fudge Milky Way, correct? A fudge Milky Way. It sounds delightful. Ooh, it really does. I'm excited to try this. I'm, yes. I'm very excited to try this. Like I said, the package looks so cool, and then I'm like, I don't know. It just sounds really good to me. Milky Way was started in 1923. You definitely get a brownie taste to it, don't you? Yes. That tastes like eating... Mm. Um, I'm trying to think of what it is. Is it like... It's the little Debbie's that makes those little brownies that mm -hmm. you buy. They're always in, like, little two-packs. Yes. Th that's what it tastes like is underneath this layer of caramel and encapsulate it in chocolate. Oh, that's pretty good. Which, to me, mm. is outstanding. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. That is really, really fucking good. You know, when Milky Way started, it's a Mars product? Yes. But when it started, only the inside was done by Mars and the chocolate outside was Hershey's. Really? Yes. Now, how do they get that through with the different companies with two higher-ups going after one another? I guess they, you know, it was way, we're talking, it started in 1923, so. I wonder if Milky Way didn't, like, produce themselves and bought chocolate from Hershey and bought filling from Mars and kind of, like. Put it together. Assembled it. Kind of like how things will say assembled in X amount of spot, but it's really from, like, five other different countries. This candy bar is so popular the world over that it actually has its own day. March 12th is National Milky Way Day. Really? I didn't yes. think this to be the most pop like one of the most popular candy bars out there. Snickers I like is your Milky best, Ways. Best. That's the best buy. 
yeah, I, I like Milky Ways. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. I just never thought of it as like, I don't know. It just such has a, a huge following. Yes, it just has a following in many, many countries. I think they said they uh, have factories in like thirteen different countries. Damn. So Milky Way is serious thing. I wonder how many flavors of Milky Ways are out there because I didn't really realize that there was. Well, I know many that they flavors. had a white one for a while. Remember the? Yeah, but they did away with that. I don't usually try white chocolate as often as I do other things because white chocolate's too sweet for me. I like dark chocolate. It is sweet. It is sweet. I like that bitter taste in things. That's really good. Okay, that was a nice one, man. Yeah, that was really good. So 1923. Mm. Yes. I didn't realize they were that. They've been around for that long. I thought they were kind of more 1940s. I guess, I guess would have been like my guess. And they're not named after the galaxy. They're actually named because at the time, the big thing for kids and adults was having a malted milk drink. Oh, okay. You're going to like a malt shop. Right. So they did the Milky Way like a malted milk. That's malted center. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Kind of going on with that soda shop, malt mm-hmm. shop theme. Where everybody would go out to the local diner and... And they're trying to tell you, and it started out at five cents. Wow. Because so you they were like, for a nickel, you cents? could get that malted milk taste. That's a hell of a selling thing. I can see why that helped. That's, I didn't realize they were that old. That was really good. I'm, like I said, to me, it tastes like one of those little brownies you buy in the little two-packs. Yes. The brownie was very good in there. I'm surprised. Topped with caramel encased in chocolate which is a great I didn't, combination yeah i didn't expect such a strong brownie taste but it was there no, and good that was hella good i like that i like that with that the package good. of it mm-hmm. it's a it's mm-hmm. for sure seller yeah i like shiny the package is like this foil <laughs> shiny shit that's just i don't know it's very captivating it's very attention grabbing <laughs> oh look at chicken Ooh. so that was another thing of package thoughts i yes i say this every week but i love doing that I do too. Is it is so exciting, actually. You it know, really when you I know there's a new thing. So far, everything we tried has been great. I yeah, mean, we are still deal. batting a thousand. I yes. am so scared for the day. We're going to do this forever. I know. Oh. We're going to take a big old bite of something, and it's just going to be. I am so scared of the day that's going to happen where it's going to be just. I'm going to be like, oh, no, this sucked. This... I'm going to be like, excuse us. We're going to have to pause the show while I go and throw up a little. So far, we're doing great, so well, let's just keep yeah. on those. Let's, let's yes. keep on those tracks. Yes, shall great. we? Over there. What's, what's your second story? My second story is Cash Me Outside. How about that? All right. This one's about... Mich- well, I already want your story to die, much like that girl. Yeah. <laughs> Michigan girls fight their kidnapper. Four young girls were leaving a speedway station in Michigan, and they were approached by a 22-year-old man who attempted to kidnap the youngest of the girls with them. It was only 13. Wow. The other girls kicked, hit, and poured a hot coffee drink over his head before he released the girl. Really? Now, how many girls were there in total? Four. Four, okay. And after he released the 13-year-old girl, he attempted to grab another one. Again, the girls kicked, punched, beat him up until he let loose again. Wow. Yes. Like, where was this at, like, area-wise? I know it was up in Michigan and all, but where were they, like, in a public area or? Oh, yeah, they were right outside of Speedway, so you know how lit those places are, you know what I mean? How wide. So after they fought him and he finally left, they, of course, ran in and and reported the incident and the police were called and the police came out. Now, because the girls had such a wonderful description of him, I mean, they were sitting there fighting with him, so they know what he looks like, how tall he is, and, you know. Shouldn't there be video footage as well? Also, also video footage. There was. So they caught him real quickly. He was, like, down the road. I mean, they oh, I'm sure caught him in no far. time he's at all. still limping. Yes. He's probably he's like, those girls kicked my ass. <laughs> so he, right now he is being held on $250,000 bond. And all girls are safe and were uninjured. I just wonder why no one jumped in and helped out. I feel like there should have been a standard by at a gas station. I don't know if anybody's seen them, but I would think somebody did, like you said. We're at a gas station. Yeah, I, I work at a gas station. There's We never have a moment where there's zero people. Right. Ever. You think somebody would have just kind of... This guy, Bruce Hipkins is his name, uh, just got his ass whooped by four young ladies, which I proud to say i love you ladies and (laughs) 
he didn't get what he was after. Because you know, unfortunately, if he would have kidnapped them, you may have never heard of those girls again. Unfortunately, yes, very, very much so. My thing is, I want to know how it's going for him in prison. Because first of all, in prison, yes, they yes. have their own hierarchy. That if you met, if you fuck with women or children, yeah. that they already hate you. Mm-hmm. There are mass murderers. There are drug dealers. Mm-hmm. There are gang bangers up in that joint. But if you do it to a young child or a thieves. woman, yeah. you are now the top jackass. Right. You are the one that the other assholes now want to beat up. So they already don't like you for what you're in there for. And then to top it off, knowing that you got your ass kicked by four <laughs> young girls, you know they are going to have a field day with this ass. <laughs> they're, they're, they're going to get him. Bruce Hipkins, you said? Yes. That's wonderful. What kind of, what, what jail is he in? Let's write him some little fan letters. Yes. Oh, God, that is. I just thought it was an amazing story. There's not really an opinion one way or another because, I mean, you got to be just stoked like for these life girls. girls going on. Yes. It was just an amazing story and how brazen he was just to try and go over and take one girl with three others right there with him. Yeah, he definitely had a, a, some balls there to just do out. I mean, I do understand the broad daylight thing. They say some of the best times to do a crime is in broad right. daylight. Because no one's suspecting, no one knows what to do. They, everybody's so shell-shocked. They spoke to, to the girls. But to do it with three other people right next to them. Like, yes. You were literally trying to go inside of a group. They spoke to the girls, and the girls said they just, they didn't think about it. They just seen, like, one of the other girls was the 13-year-old sister. And she just said, I didn't think about anything. Oh, you saw Red. If that's your sibling? Yeah. Ooh, she just like, I seen then. somebody trying to take my sister, and I just... You know, whatever came to mind, I did, which meant kicking, hitting, punching, Do throwing hot you coffee. Could. Yes, whatever you physically could yes. around you and grab. Until he dropped her. I just thought it was an amazing story. You go, girls. Hell you're yeah. awesome. That is great. You go. That's I agree. right. That's, y'all girls kick just a ass. Feel that was good awesome. story. That is, I, I want to shake their hands. Yes, I do. <laughs> that is, I am so, just, that's awesome. And somebody get him another coffee, please. Yeah, so, someone please reimburse him that damn Speedway coffee. I know it cost a dollar five, but <laughs> awesome story. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, well, on to my second story. Uh, mm-hmm. I have the California uh, California bill seeks to restrict restaurants serving kids sugary drinks. <laughs> so we got a little soda service happening here. Bah, bah, bah. So this California bill seeks to restrict restaurants from serving kids soda and other sugary drinks. Or more so, limit them, I guess. Mm -hmm. The bill would also require kids' meals to be advertised with either water or unflavored milk. Some of the big supporters of this are people like the ACC, the American Cancer Center, or Cancer Society, sorry, the ACS. The American Cancer Society, or Society, is a big supporter because they now, because now we know that 20% of all cancers are tied to being overweight, which is... Very true, and that is a very big epidemic that's going on. And they say that two-thirds of kids aged 2 to 19 drink at least one soda a day. And they say some kids drink up to three of these sodas a day. And now I understand this is – they're using 2 to 19, so it's a fairly big thing. But we all know that this is probably true even if you broke it down to just 2 to 10. Exactly. Having one a day, some of these three kids a day, which you shouldn't. I, I mean part of me agrees to the point of some of these parents need to also watch out. Because I see some of these kids, and something that makes me angry is when a kid is very overweight, yeah. and it's preventable, right. not not that they're due to disorder or whatever, they're just right. No, I see what kid. you're saying. I get mad, not at the kid, and but for the kid. Right. Because if you're raised in an atmosphere, you're given a Mountain Dew and a honey exactly. bun every damn day of your life, of course you're going to eat that. And oh, you're not yes. going to realize. Most well, definitely. Well, now kids overweight, and yeah, they don't care right now. But when they start getting older and they realize this is affecting mm-hmm. their health or what they want to do. and they Or they have diabetes things, by the time they're 12. Yeah, or they can't do certain things because they're too big exactly. for it. Exactly. That's the parent's you start fault. hurting them, it's because this parent doesn't know how to parent. Exactly. Or doesn't want to parent. Yes. I... I tell you why I'm against this. I'm going to guess it's probably because of 
California and it already has some cities, by the way, that have similar laws to this. Mm-hmm. But the problem with it is now it's already passed the first stage. So this is actually on the governor Jim Brown's desk now. This bill is up for him to decide. Like it's already passed up to him. Some parents think that this is just too far and intruding and intervening with their parental rights and choices. I could not agree more. I don't think this should even be on his desk. I don't think the state of California or any state or any government has the right to tell me what I can feed or not feed my child if it's not doing harm. So what do you think if it was just like how they'd only want – because part of this bill is also – in the advertising market, they want kids' meals to only be advertised with water or white milk. What do you think about that? It's not your advertising. It's what you teach your child. Like, you used to love to get chocolate milk, which is really no better in sugar than any soda pop. No, it's really not. Which it's is really why not. Which is they put such emphasis on unflavored exactly. milk. No chocolate, no strawberry, none of this. Just but you used to get apple juice and such, too. It's not like I watched you like a hound when you were a child, but it's teaching you, giving you the information as a child. Hey, this one's better for you. This one will make your bones stronger. This will make this. You know what I mean? For you to make your own decisions later on when it counts. I don't think the government should be should be anywhere near telling a parent what they can or cannot do with their child, if it's of no harm to the child, obviously. I know that some people that are arguing for this, uh, one put, why is this law even necessary? I'm old enough to remember when my mom would say, put down that soda, drink some water if you're thirsty. And I listened. And we had no soda in my house growing up. You know when we got soda? When we went to my grandmother's house. And even then, we were limited. Yeah, so it was like the specialty thing. Yeah. You got a soda there because it was Grammy's. Yes. For when grandkids came over, I'm sure. This My is grandma, a parenting thing. Your mother thing. did the same thing for me. I know she exactly. raised you in a house with no soda. But when I went over as a young kid, not allowed to have soda, she always had one of those like little small yes. six-ounce sodas that I could have. Same with my cousins whenever we went over there. But same concept as part of being a grandma. I just think it's the parent, not the government. Okay, and I understand that. I, I do agree that the government shouldn't be too far into the house that, you know, they have cameras watching you essentially not in that literal sense but interfering with your choices when you go out in public that being said do you think that it has went too far that we now need government intervention because there's so much obesity in children no one is doing anything that again, there needs to be another step to go in again we've got to hold parents more responsible for well, what do they're hold, doing how do we to hold their them children more? Because if a 12-year-old or 10-year-old has diabetes type 2 due to weight, the parent is responsible for that, well, not the child. That. I agree with that, but how how do we hold that parent responsible? What do we there's do There's just got to be something. Because there's nothing, there's not like, it's not like you can find yes, them. Yes, it's not like a law. I know, I understand that. I'm just saying, I don't think, because once the government starts in on telling you what you can and can't do with your child it's just going to grow from there soon enough they're going to be saying hey you know what we don't think your child uh should have a brownie ever but this is also saying that it's restricting restaurants it's mm-hmm. not saying that you can never give your child a soda. Right. it's trying to say in the littlest way possible that if we can restrict you to only being able to serve a sugary drink to a certain ounce or a certain amount or only one of these things when you're out, maybe that'll help because these parents are still going to go home and load them up and, and you, they, they are, can still and buy I, them at house. Maybe this will help a little bit just at least while they're out. Now they're drinking a milk instead. Or I actually, I really like the idea of this bill with the part of it being the advertising part of it. I like the fact that they want you to advertise the kids' I, meals I with like water that. and milk. That part doesn't bother me at I all. Actually I actually like thoroughly enjoy that. that part of the bill. Yes, because kids do watch advertising. Oh, they take do. it to heart. But I think if they want to advertise, they still don't think it should milk, be the government's decision. Their, they still have it in their mind that they want that milk or water right. with it instead of a soda. So now even if they were given an option, they're going to go, but I saw it on TV with the milk. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. I agree. I, I just – I don't think the government should be into telling me or anybody think, what you can or cannot give your child. I, parents I, are going to go crazy. There are going to be parents out there who don't give a flying fig what their child eats, drinks, or if he moves or is motivated at all. And unfortunately, they're going to be there. Well, their kids are going to move, not move. My, I don't know. I agree with the part of that the government shouldn't be 
telling you what you should or shouldn't do. I think that is a personal choice in a parenting style, as long as it is not harming the kid to a point of like abuse or something like that, mental or physical. However, maybe this is to an extent abusive to the kid, putting them up. I don't know. I don't think that the government should have a restriction on it, but I don't think that this bill is the government putting a restriction on it. I think it's putting a restaurant thing of, I, I, I don't know. I think it's focusing more on the advertising to me. Because it's not saying they – I don't think – or at least I couldn't find anywhere in the bill where it says they can't serve the children sugary mm-hmm. drinks. It sounded more like they can't advertise the sugary drinks to the kids, you know, trying to entice them in. And they can't serve them, you know, these giant sizes of it. Right. I'm sure there's ways around it though, so I, I don't know. Part of me thinks it might be good because I don't think it's going too far. I don't think it's restricting I don't think it's going ways. too far yet, but it's going to. I just don't think it should. it should be anywhere in the government. But I do think we need to do something because, I mean, even today I saw this girl. She couldn't have been more than seven or eight. Probably weighed as much as I did getting a 44-ounce slushy. And, unfor- like, it, there was this lovely little boy we had at daycare. Do you remember little Blake? Yes. This boy, bless him, was a wild one. I mean, he literally couldn't sit still. He He couldn't, like, focus for class time or anything. Every morning, his mother dropped him off at the daycare. She dropped him off with a gigantic Mountain Dew and one of those huge-ass brownies. Every morning. Our director simply asked the lady, do you think it would be best if maybe he didn't, if you didn't drop him off with a big Mountain Dew, that maybe he'd be able to concentrate better without all the sugar and all that's in the brownie and the Mountain Dew? Because they were pre-made brownies. It's not like they were homemade. You know what I mean? They were the kind you stop at sheets and pick up a big brownie yeah and the mother was outraged that she had the nerve to talk to her like that but i'll bet you dollars to donuts that right now little blake is obese and still gets poor grades quite possibly i mean i I don't know i just i understand why i think this might be going too far but i think something needs to be done so it it was a very interesting opinion point it is it's interesting i'll give you that i just don't think i really like the part of the advertising about how it should be advertised differently that i so so agree on because like you said kids watch advertisements oh gosh not only do they watch advertisements i think if you advertise the correct things kids are so malleable in their minds when they're young that they will see that that's what they're going to want why not start putting like superman and all the whatever is out there now i'm not really sure because i don't work at a daycare anymore (laughs) but put that kind of stuff on milk cartons and on, on water bottles yeah why not put uh, my one niece is into uh, Paw Patrol. Why not put Paw Patrol on a water bottle? I guarantee you she'd want one. Yeah. Oh, no. It's very You true. put that, what's, Sky, the girl dog, on a water bottle, my niece would drink it all day. Oh, I know. Wholeheartedly she would. Oh, hell yeah. So why not, you know, I a little agree. creative maybe, advertising? I think maybe this bill shouldn't pass, but I do think something should come up similar. Right. Agreed. So agree. Okay, we know what that means. It's time for last clip. My last clip today is noodle theft. <laughs> I love this story. I'm Georgia excited thieves. to hear about this story. I really am. <laughs> Georgia thieves stole oh, one hundred. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm picking on your own state. One hundred thousand dollars worth of ramen noodles. God, did you steal the company? I'm telling you, they're like a quarter <laughs> a piece. The thieves are still on the loose. How? I don't know. How they probably doing? all had something with all that sodium. Doesn't that gotta do something bad for you? They probably all out there having strokes. How do you steal so much ramen? I've never, I, I just want to know how much ramen 100,000 is. I'm just saying, hide your noodles, Georgia. The noodles were locked in a truck outside a Chevron store, and the owner of the truck said he had permission to park it there, and of course it was locked and all, and he'd parked it there plenty of times prior to this. And he just came one day and uh, went to go open the, the truck back doors, and all the noodles were gone. $100,000 in ramen. I didn't even think you could fit that much in a truck. <laughs> I was wondering how big this truck is. It had to be one of them, like, cargo <laughs> ships or Which something. Which also makes me wonder, if this was a truck, a delivery truck, $100,000 in ramen, where the fuck did they put it? 
I, I, where, why is somebody running around with $100,000 worth of ramen noodles? Like, that can't be a black market item. No! That can't be something that you're going to go sell in the streets and make a profit. No! Because you sell that for more than a nickel, they're going to be like, fuck, I can get at the store for that much. Yeah, I can get them for a quarter. <laughs> I'm just saying, this poor guy, somebody buy that poor guy lunch that owns the truck and make sure it ain't Chinese. That's all I'm saying. Make sure it ain't Chinese. Buy that um, dude some, some food. So they don't know, like, where in Georgia was this? I don't know where. It didn't say where. It just said Georgia thieves. And, of course, Georgia. I had to put it down for you. And they can't find these They fuckers? can't find them. They're on the loose. They're on the How? loose. Where did they put this? Is there no security footage out there where he parked My guess truck? is because he parks it there often and all. It's probably out of the way. You know what I mean? It's probably it in be. a back or something because I they allow can't... him to park it there. So it's probably not, like, right out in front of the store. <laughs> But <laughs> somewhere that, to me anyway there's be... a bunch of teenage kids laughing going who wants ramen <laughs> like they have to be the king of the college oh I, god yes. i wonder if this is up in like athens where university of georgia is <laughs> yes and these are two <laughs> athens kids but the two it's had to be a group i'm still trying to figure out how they got away with a hundred thousand no one noticing them moving that much ramen because that doesn't fit in the trunk no. of your car. You're I don't know how it was done. In your car. You're not putting it in your pockets. No, you don't have like this little Dodge 2000 Dodge Neon and you're packing it full of ramen. It ain't fit on a thousand. Maybe somebody had mama's minivan. They packed God, it up. <laughs> I love this story. I'm so sorry. I love it. I hope I get caught and all kind of. But it was funny. Wow, I just, I want to know how they haven't caught that. There's so many questions I have <laughs> about this ramen story. Kind of makes me want some noodles. Oh my goodness. Not really. <laughs> I, guess, I guess that was short. So I guess we're going to go to my last clip. Yes, now. yes, that was a good one. My last clip is Netflix and ads. Ah. Netflix is thinking of adding commercials to the shows are a good idea. Ooh. Now, before you boo this too much, <laughs> they began testing, not wide yet. They just have mm -hmm. a couple of spots they're testing it. And they are calling these, they're testing this thing called recommendations, or as we more likely call them, commercials. Mm -hmm. In between episodes, what they would do is they would play a clip of another show on Netflix that you may or may not give a shit about. Right. Uh, it would give you like a little 10 second clock down so it wouldn't be a long ad. It'd be 10 seconds in between shows. Mm -hmm. So it's not like commercials in the between your show, which is what I thought immediately. And it's not. It's just no, 10 no, seconds it's in after between. your show before and the next episode you get a little 10 second countdown clock and then you can even skip the ad in the clock like you can just hit skip so you might have to get up for more than every three episodes and hit a button you might have to hit a button every time but it's just simply trying to give you uh like hey you follow a lot of these shows here's one you might like and do a 10 second clip of it you like this kind of comedy well guess what we have this other show that's kind of similar they believe that it'll help cut down that uh time that people spend browsing similar to how the autoplay video did Mm -hmm. Which I'm still on the fence about autoplay on the video. I, I that about I, how when you not, scroll over it plays. Right. Sometimes I like it. Sometimes I don't. I eh. I'm on the fence. There's things I like and things I don't like about it. But they said that that has truly helped bring down the browsing time for oh, people. Oh yeah, I'm sure it would. So they're thinking that this will do the same, and that this how will bring many, down browsing time. How many are like me? The game you play on like your telephone or on your computer. When I go to download another game, first thing I go to is other games you might like. It's, it's under that one, and it's games that are like mine. That's the first place I go. And I will say, as someone that watches Netflix a lot, 90% of the shows on Netflix, that if I'm not specifically looking up like a title scene, if they have a certain show, and I'm just browsing, I usually browse and find what I'm going to watch next in the recommended for you section. Also, Very rarely do I have to go into another section and I look through that section. Usually, I'm in the recommend it for you section. And I already find like three shows that I'm going to start watching. Also, when I watch the previews on the DVDs and stuff, I'm like, "Ooh, there's a horror show I want to see," and I'll remember that title. So, so I think it. Like, I think it's got good some good advertising. Yeah. Kind of freaking out about it. And... No, uh, they think uh, some people think they're going to lose some of their Netflix customers because of the commercials, but it's not like it sounds. Well, when they said commercials at first, I right. honestly thought it was going to go like Hulu and have actual commercials in right. that you can't skip and all this shit, which does piss me off, which is why I like Netflix better than Hulu. Mm -hmm. I like some of the shows that are on Hulu, but I like Netflix better because I hate commercials. <laughs> so I thought it was going to be like that at first, and I realized it's 10 seconds, and most of the time you have like a little brief 
break in between the two episodes anyway when it's playing like ending credits and right. starting credits. Starting the so next. ten extra seconds. Whatever, Ain't gonna I can do skip nothing. It. Right. So it really doesn't bother me because it's not in the middle of my episode, and that's I what think I it is a smart episode. advertising. I like Way. it because I don't like having commercials in between, in like the middle of my episode. Mm-hmm. I hate that with the patch, which is why. And it's on regular TV. I know why they do it. And I, it makes oh, yes, sense. it makes sense. But like Hulu does it, but that's why I like Netflix is because I can just go to Netflix and binge watch something. One of the reasons, another reason to love Game of Thrones. Why? It's on HBO, so there's no commercials. I don't, I don't have HBO, so I don't know. Oh, God, I love that show. But I just, I enjoy the fact of being able to binge watch and be mm-hmm. fat and be stuck in a hole with my life and watch Netflix all day. So I like the fact there's no commercials and I think this 10 second bit really wouldn't bother me. No, even I don't someone think that it does would bother it because me either. I like Netflix because I don't like commercials and all this. Like I still think even being one of those people that this wouldn't bother me. No, I got to agree with you. I really don't. Like you said though, when I first heard Netflix adding commercials, I was like, Oh man. Yeah. I was, I was starting to think like, Oh, I'm going to be one of these people that's going to give up my subscription. But no, no, it wasn't bad at all after I heard the story. I no, thought I don't it was kind of like near yeah, as bad as what people are trying flip. to make it out to be. Yeah. It's not it's it'll be nothing but a blip in the road truly folks. Well, I think that pretty much sums up our story part of relative reaction this week. Yep, yep. I had fun. I mean, this is always have fun. This is awesome. And I got a couple more ideas that I was brainstorming with today that we might have yeah. to play around with here in the future. A uh, couple ideas I was thinking about that are actually way future. We're thinking, I'm thinking two, three months, doing a couple couple cool things. Sure. Uh, I mean, I, how is the kinfolk thing going? I know you've been working a lot, I've been, I, a I, lot I, of I, background I, stuff with that. You really yes, have I have a lately. notebook down, and I've got all kinds of ideas in it. All I have to really do with these ideas, some of them need a little tweaking, but I think it's it definitely on the road. Trust me. I got some good kinfolk stuff happening. Please go ahead and share us as much as you can please, i can't please, stress please, that enough please. that means the world to me when i when y'all share this like yes. it, it truly means the world to me it brightens my day and to the gentleman in sweden i love you man because or female i love you man love you woman i just love you because i do I, I stress a lot about this this is this project has been my little baby over these last couple mm-hmm. months that's fun and i i stress a lot about trying to get viewership up and listeners. You could have just stopped and you stress a lot, honey. I do. It's, <laughs> you're not wrong. I, how the hell I'm not gray yet, I will never know. <laughs> between He being, should have been gray at four, trust me. Between how much I stress at home, and then I go to work, and I work in stressful situations half the time, and then I have to deal with customers, and uh, managing people sucks. So I don't know how I have not went gray yet at all. I have damn good hair. I will say that. But, I mean, like I said, I can't stress that enough. Please, please, please share this out. Yes. It means the world to me when I see, like, these new viewers. It brightens my week. Like, it made my whole weekend when I was going through if you got uh, any... my monthly views of right. everything that happened this last 30 days. It, it brightened my day to see some of the things that were excelling in. Uh, but it, it does hurt that I know, like, we're still we're, – we're stuck in this little plateau right now. We, we shot up a good amount. We're stuck in this little plateau, and I want to shoot us up – another mountain we're I really gonna do. we're gonna get there i i truly believe we are and again if you have any suggestions for us please do write us if you have any suggestions on how to make it better what we could do what we should yeah, eliminate I, whatever it is please let this, us know them fun but i do this for y'all i my yeah. goal the reason why i say this project is my little baby is because i did this to give y'all out there something new that or something that i couldn't find out there I, I chose a podcast theme and the whole setting of something that I couldn't find out there that I wanted to be able to yes. bring out something new and different. So this is like my little bit. And I want this to be what y'all want. Uh, so go ahead and follow us on Twitter mm-hmm. at Relative Reaction. Go ahead and like us on Facebook at Relative Reaction. Yeah. Uh, like I said, even if you don't have social media, because I do know we have a couple listeners out there that don't do social medias for different reasons. We even have an email. Uh, like I said, relative reaction 2018 at gmail.com. So you can email us these same things when you're listening in and let us know that you listen. The, the thing I want this week is let us know you're listening. Yes. Go ahead, check in with us. Let us get to know you. I mean, I, I love getting to know these people and what you think and just, I have fun. I really do. And I, I thank you for doing this again with me this week. Oh, my pleasure. I, if I, you I like us, tell your friends. Doing the package thoughts. That part is, yes, that's is part so fun. much fun to me. 
If they like us, get some new friends. Have fun. Let us know what you thought about this week. I mean, we had some interesting stories this week. We didn't have as many funny ones as normal, but we had a couple. No, I thought the noodle theft was a little funny. The noodle was hilarious. The sheep thing wasn't even a story, really, but it was just funny. I had to share. The, the Sorry about all the puns. $100,000 of ramen. But, I mean, there was a couple really hot topic, hot topic yes. subjects there with the, the soda service, We you know. the North Korean, yeah, North yeah, yeah. North Korea, yeah. the Kentucky Airlines. Makes you think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a couple that really made you, made you wonder. Yeah. Tell us what you think. Like I said, check in with us. And I can't wait until we come back in next week yes. to episode 10. Because if all goes well, we're going to have a really special surprise in this next episode. Ooh, so, ooh, celebrate. Thank you, as celebrate. always, for listening to us. Mm-hmm. We love all of you. I love you. I, I do. And as as always, please, we are big animal lovers here at Relative yeah, Reaction. Yeah. So spay and new to your pets mm-hmm. and some of your relatives. Not all of them.